Dun, 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 dun. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's Friday night, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, your place for the unfiltered experience with myself, Christopher Roush, your no excuses coach. I'm joined here, as always, by my amazing best friend, co-host, Mr. Scott David Goya. What's going on, brother? Brother, um, just living the dream in between holidays, trying to make sense of it all, keep my feet grounded, not drink and eat too much. Isn't that what we're all doing? Yeah, everybody I talked to has said the same thing. They've drank too much and they've <laughs> ate too much. And they're like, I can't wait for January. And like, we're all in the same boat. But tonight, we cheers you to some water. Here's you go. I just Almost actually, I just drank a hydration drink and I came over here with no drink. Just, just, <gasps> I'm hydrated, ready to roll. You're literally hydrated. Damn, Scott, that's pretty amazing. I'm proud of you, brother. I'm proud of you. Oh, yeah. What's up? We got Mary Kay in the house. She says, yay, you're back. Love you guys. We love you too. And congratulations, Mary Kay. She started a podcast show with, uh, with Scott. And I watched it today. I watched the first one. I watched the one that she did uh, recently and done a fantastic job. You guys are great. So thank you for joining us, Mary Kay. And uh, tonight we're just going to have a free flowing show tonight. We're just going to jump right into it and talk about all things 2022. I can't believe 2022 is in the bag. It blows my mind, Scott. I was sitting there looking at the, uh, the shows that we've done. You know, for most of you guys who may not know about this, we started this show, The Unfiltered Experience, as a show called Friday Night Live back when COVID started. And so, Scott, I went back and I looked through this, and today we didn't get a chance to celebrate our 100th show of this show, but now, as, as of today, we are on show number 105 of this particular show. We started it back in January, I think it was January 1st of 2021. Our first show was called Filing, Finding Balance and Chaos, and then our second show, we, of course, had Emilio and uh, Rachel oh, yeah. there, and Rachel, right? Rachel. Mm -hmm. For some reason, I have it spelled as Rochelle. And then from there, we've just been going. It's been We've been going doing this show for now two years, man. Can you believe it? Oh, yeah. It's been, I know, it just seems like it's just part of every fraught day. It's been a long time. It has. I know. It's crazy. And then we started off as Friday Night Live. And then we decided, are we going to take this shit seriously? And we said, hell yeah, because we love the fact that we get to show up here every single week and share with you guys, have candid conversations with you guys that lift us all up in our ability to have better viewpoints, better perspectives, and ultimately enhance our confidence to go out there and crush what it is that we most want to do in this life. So tonight we're going to be talking about crushing your goals. We're going to talk about recapping your current year and just talk about some of the things we got going on for 2023 that will inspire you guys to think about a little bit differently. And we want that conversation with you guys. So as you're watching the show tonight, whether you're live or on the replay, chime in on the comments, what it is that you want to see us do in 2023, because we've got some things we're going to be shifting with the show to make it a little bit more impactful for you, a little bit shorter for you guys. So we appreciate what you guys want to see here on here as far as the topics and everything else go. But um, how's your year been going, Scott? I mean, when I think back about how fast 2022 has gone by and all the different ebbs and flows in my own particular life and you and i talk every week what has it been like for you when you sit there and look back on 2022 what, what kind of year has it been for you fast i mean that's literally like you just said it the best way to explain it is fast um there's something interesting once you recognize that time is a construct and once you hit a certain age and once you find your purpose and once you start to find more clarity and start embracing the moments the world gets really fast and so there's a bunch of reasons when you add them all up, I hear consistently with people in our age bracket, people finding clarity, people who are up leveling, they're like, man, this is going extra, extra quick. And I think that's just another opportunity for us to really live more purpose filled, you know, more in the moment. So it's just, it's one more of life's challenge. Here you go. It's moving quick. What are you going to do about it? So I would say, massively int intentful if that's a word you know it's yeah. lots of intent um filled with purpose you know you say the word moments all the time i'm a thousand percent on board with that there's there's a lot to be grateful for and i would say gratitude fast moments <laughs> intent like yeah all that so yeah all good 
Yeah, I, I would say you, so. I would say so as well. I mean, everything has its opportunities and its challenges. And I think to have a year without any challenges, it's to have a year without just to have a year without any growth. And so many people sit there and say, I don't want any more challenges. We've got enough challenges. But when we look at that in our life, that opportunity for that challenge equals growth. And if we sit there and reframe our perspective about that and say, okay, here's another challenge, or here's another opportunity for me to grow. Here's another opportunity for me to start seeing things from a different perspective. That's what this year has been about for me, Scott, honestly, is just taking an opportunity to take a step back and recognize to your point, you know, what's the most important aspect of, of this journey that I'm having? And as I get older, I find that the the list is getting shorter and shorter. And so I'm finding myself, is my son happy? Is he healthy? Is my wife happy and healthy? Are we having a great time? Are we making our bills? Are we contributing to society? Are we making the world a better place? Are we taking care of our health? Are we enjoying our moments? Are we trying to make um, opportunities for growth in our future and things of that nature? And just enjoying this life because before we know it, it's going. I mean, I'm going to be 54 in February. And it kind of blows my mind to sit there and think like, it's not going backwards. I'm not getting any younger. And there will become a point in my time in my life where I'm gonna have to face my mortality. And more so now than ever is just appreciating all the different aspects of my life, the challenges, the difficult people, the awesome people, and the opportunity to stay here with you and contribute every single week to, to help uplift, you know, some of the people in our world that, that choose to come here and seek out our advice every single week. It's been amazing. You know, it truly has, it has gone by quick. And that's kind of scary for me watching my son, you know, sitting there turning six years old and thinking, okay, in six years, he's going to be, you know, half of his life right now, another six years, he's going to be 12. What type of kid is he going to be You know, in six years? How old am I going to be? What is life going to be like for me? So I'm just really trying to look forward to the next, you know, coming decade, I guess, of, you know, focusing on my health, focusing on the impact that I could possibly have in the world, be a great dad and continue up leveling myself in the spiritual realm of connecting to source and connecting to that higher vibration, that frequency you talk about so eloquently and just really being appreciative of all these amazing moments. Cause there's going to come a point where life is not going to continue to get easier. Life is going to continue to be more challenging as we age. So I think it's up to us to be proactive with our mindset, with our health and with what's truly important to value, value in those treasure, those moments that we do have, you know, with our families. Amen. And, and, you know, you said uh, an important word and series of words there that I, it was funny. I was listening to 26 year olds. They were kind of flirting with each other and talking, uh, you know, about life in the the sauna at Lifetime Fitness. And the guy was, you know, talking to the girl and he goes, man, he goes every day, there's always a new problem, always a new problem. And she's kind of going, well, that's a pretty you know bleak way to look at it. Go, so there's just a new opportunity. And, I'm, and I wanted to interact, but I wanted to listen. So I never said a word. But what I, what I took from that, what you just said is true. The quicker things move every time we have a solution to, I won't use the word problem, I'll say a challenge or opportunity, there's another one in play. But here's the deal. We understand that we're here to bring more love in this world and evolve this world and make this world a better place. And I think we're in a place of autopilot for so long collectively that we could sit and solve one challenge at a time but we want more and and those who are waking up and up leveling like that girl who is challenging him because he was a smart kid i was listening to him talk but he kept going yeah man every time i fix this problem there's another there's another and she goes well, why don't you focus on all these amazing solutions and i saw him pause and he's like that's true and think about it every time you have a challenge and you create a solution the entire world up levels because you've brought something to the table so instead of going problem, 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 go excitement for each opportunity to make this world a better place, a better place starting with me. Yeah. And so, you know, if to answer that question again, fast, fast and all the things I said about 2022. But I would say the biggest thing is recognizing the beauty 
and all the solutions that I've been providing to all these challenges or, or taking these challenges on and, you know, finishing up whatever needed to be done. Mm -hmm. So if we can just start focusing on being the best we are and the results are these solutions, then just enjoy the ride, man. I mean, like you're solving a lot, you're, you're fixing challenges, you're moving through stuff. Just keep doing it. Yeah. I, I, I love that, Scott. And, you know, we, we preach this all the time on the show is, is to be a part of the problem, not be a part of, or you be a part of the solution, not be a part of the problem. Sorry, guys, I'm dealing with a head cold that's killing me right now. But in that importance, you know, there's so many people out there that are pontificating saying, oh, this is, this is the, these people are to blame. This is what needs to change and everything else. But as we're pointing one finger out, we got, you know, three fingers pointing back at us. And I think it's important. This is the discussion that I have with a lot of people every single day is that as long as we're taking care of our house, putting our house in order, our health, our mindset, our relationships, our work, as long as we're happy and in, in, in true gratitude for everything that we have in our life, that's where it all starts from. Because if we sit there and expect other things, external influences or external situations, once that is like that, then I'll be happy. We're going to be sitting there chasing the, the dog all day long in our life and never find full commitment and, 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 and understanding and respect for what is supposed to be happening in the world today. There's so many different things and dynamics that have been happening in 2022. If you watch the news and if you listen to that and you, and you listen to all the controversies and everything else, you'll go insane. I mean, I've, 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 I've stepped my toe into that, that pool of water a little bit over this year. And every time I do, I find myself, you know, just overwhelmed with stress and overwhelmed with sadness at the way the people treat each other. But when I go out into the real world and I just interact with people like I normally do, it's a pretty amazing world. I mean, think for the most part, I see people out there, you know, contributing to one another and wanting to uplift and make the world a better place. But if you focus on the news and all other bullshit, you can easily go down that whirlwind, that rabbit hole of, of what if, and this is going to happen. What if that's going to happen? It's like, you know, what if can happen all day long? I could trip down the stairs in 20 minutes and wind up being dead. Did I enjoy my life? Was I worried about what everything else was going on? So I think the thing that we can offer people to really take that, this opportunity is to have that, this, this introspective moment for, for yourself in this, this year that you've been having and ask yourself, where have I grown? What is it that I need to continue to grow on? What is it that I can do for myself in 2023 that will be a benefit to myself, will be benefit of my family and my friends? in the community that I serve, that becomes a higher issue rather than trying to change what the government's doing or what your next door neighbor's thinking about because they're flying the Trump flag. I mean, all that stuff seems all for naught. And I see that more now than ever before because we can sit there and want and want and expect everybody else to change. But at the end of the day, it's up to us to be those proactive people to do that because I find myself when I'm happy with my life, I don't need to go outside to find other things to, to change. Yeah. Do I disagree with things that are going on? Absolutely. But fundamentally, am I happy and enjoying my life? Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I've had a couple conversations and I'll share something that I shared with you earlier. Um, but so today I had a really good meeting with a buddy of mine who I'm coaching his son and, you know, his son's, you know, working on some stuff and, you know, bottom line, the big thing that we were talking about was, you know, he was mentioning all these people that are very different than us and how he starts a conversation with everybody. He says, what lights you up? What's your passion? And he only yeah. talks about that. Yeah. And so, that same thing happened to me. And I told you, you know, the other day, there's this group that I'm in and it's a Facebook group of people who fly a lot. So we're all, you know, have elite status and, you know, we fly all over the world and we, we've got all these benefits and we share tips and techniques to get upgrades and all this stuff. Well, if you fly a certain amount with United or American, you have either what's called 1K status or global services. And at the end of the year, you'll have these points that expire that give you a free upgrade. And so, People who fly global services have so many of these, it's ridiculous. They're probably just going to waste them. So I was in the group and I'm like, hey, if anybody has any, they're getting rid of um, my my mother, my mother-in-law, my wife, and my daughter are flying out to Newark. 
I've got 20 left. I could sponsor 40. If, if anybody's 40, they could all fly first class. Bottom line, I'm asking for something for nothing. If anyone's interested, I don't expect anybody to say yes. This guy just says, oh, absolutely does it. Upgrades the whole trip. So they're all getting first class off of his. And I'm like, hey, what can I do to, you know, for you? He's like, absolutely nothing. He's like, tell me how the trip was. He's like, I'm so happy for you. Wow. I go look at his Facebook profile. Everything that he's probably everything that that I'm not. And in many ways, if we met in the street, probably could get an argument in two seconds. <laughs> but he showed me the core of who he was and he saw the core of who I was. And I'm already you know, thinking of things I can do to pay him back in some capacity. But it just reminds me of what Hector was talking about earlier. Imagine if we just led with what lights you up? What's your passion? How are you serving this world? How are you connecting? Everyone's trying to bring some brilliance to the table and it's getting clouded by this intentional polarity that's created to divide us by powers that be that are controlling too much of our existence. Mm -hmm. You call it matrix or whatever, but I really like what Hector said. I'm going to go up to everybody and I'm just going to say, you know, what is it that you're doing with the world? What's it that lights you up? What's your brilliance? And I do that a lot, but I don't do it as specific as he was saying. And I'm only going to converse about that. Yeah, I'm, I'm tired of it doesn't matter who's right or who's wrong. If we both focus on what you're bringing to the world that's good and amplify that, mm -hmm. then we're organically making the world better versus making it worse. So true. I love that, Scott. That's 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 what I do with people. Is I ask them, you know, like on LinkedIn, I've been working LinkedIn quite a bit lately and meeting a lot of amazing people. And that's one of the questions that I ask them is like, instead of what do you do? I ask them, what makes you smile these days? And so oftentimes are people just like come back and like, oh my God, that's such a great question. And they, so I have to think about this and they start sharing stuff like that. I'm like, tell me more about that. You know, instead of like focusing on the things, the challenges, you know, how can I help you and how can I earn your business? How can I just create a connection with somebody and find out what's lighting you up and getting you to focus on that? Yeah. I think that that's such an uh, amazing opportunity for us all to look at. We talk about it here on the show all the time. The fact that gratitude, when you lead with gratitude, there's so much amazing opportunity and when you're when you're in that frequency, and this is something I'm learning from you, Scott, is the fact that when we're vibrating in that frequency, like I'm grateful for this. I'm grateful for the shit that I have. I'm grateful for the challenges that I have. That vibrational frequency says that I'm also open up to the opportunities to fix some of those challenges rather than being so blinded by the fact of something is happening to me that I can sit there and shift that perspective and find out that it's happening for me and look to my tribe and say, okay, who in my tribe can help me with this particular situation and not be afraid to ask for help, but actually be empowered to ask for help to say, listen, I don't have this aspect of my life figured out yet. I have a tribe of people that are in my world, like yourself or anybody else that, uh, that I'm close to with, you know, the people here on the show as well that are on, in the audience. Um, it's pretty incredible what you can, what you can accomplish having that kind of tribe. And I found recently my wife, uh, my wife is very much into politics. We talked about this on the show and I watched, uh, John Stewart has a, a new show on Apple TV and I don't usually watch the, the daily show or any of that stuff. I don't watch the nighttime shows anymore. Cause what do they do to talk about politics all the time? But she threw it on and she said, John Stewart's got this new podcast. And I was like, let's check it out. And it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a show actually. And in it, and, and I know John is more on the left than he is on the right, but it was, what was interesting is he took the aspect, let's look at what the media is doing. Let's not just look at the left or right. Let's look at the media yeah, is doing. Brilliant. Did you see, did you see that? I have not seen it, oh. but I know where he comes from because he, he still has a lot of compassion for everybody, but he's bringing a lot of truth, but yeah. he realizes that, Hey, we came to our space. I'll go, I'll go check it out. Every time I see an interview with him, he's always on point. He yeah, really he, is. 
He is. And he made fun of, he actually showed Fox news. He picked on Fox news, of course, and said, okay, here's the, here's the, okay. He goes, listen to this. This is what they said on this date. And they showed that they show the clip and this is what they're saying on this date. And this is what they're saying on this date. And all this other stuff. And he does it to the left as well. He's like, well, here's how the left responds to it. And, and literally you're just laughing. You're like, okay, we're a bunch of fucking dicks. You know, we're also mm -hmm. there going, oh, you got it. You got it wrong. No, you got it wrong. It's like, how about we just come in the middle and have a conversation and say, hey, listen, we may not agree on the totality of what the solution might be. Let's focus on one aspect of this. And what can we do together? Not assigning labels or blame or anything else. What can we take responsibility for to make this a little bit better for ourselves? And I actually I've, I found myself enjoying the broadcast because he was just like, come on, you guys, really? This is this is what we're all capable of. Come on. We're, all, we're smarter people than this. And I just thought about it and I just hope and pray for all the people who are out there. I know that people necessarily aren't watching this show who are in that type of space. But if you guys are, you know, take 2023 and really focus on that opportunity to say, if you know, if there's something in my world that I don't agree with, what can I potentially do in my small scope of the world to make that a little bit different in my own little community? What can I possibly do to reach out and to be that solution to that problem? Because when you guys do that, it's pretty amazing what rewards and what karma comes back in, in into your life. And I know this for a fact for me, I'm always out there serving. You're always out there serving. And just when we need the right opportunity, something happens. Like I just had a great coaching call this morning with somebody who I believe is going to sign have, have me as her coach. And it was just a great opportunity. I was been focusing on the solutions. I've been gra grateful for everything that's happened. We had a great trip to Chicago. And then here I am vibrating with this person. She's like, I've been watching you on LinkedIn for a while. And she, she's like, you're always congruent. You're always straightforward. You're always honest. You're, 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 you're not, you're, you're impartial, but yet you're very strategic in, in the opinions that you have about certain aspects. And she goes, I really need somebody like that in my life. And I was like, well, there you go. I was just rocking who I am, just being a part of the solution, just trying to uplift people's lives and, and post that every day. And I think that's one of the things that we can do. And one of the things that we're going to be doing here on the show is to be the very deliberate in what we what content we bring you guys as well. So be looking forward to 2023 and some of the ways that we're going to be doing that. Once you mentioned some of the things we're going to be doing, Scott, as far as like the seasonal type of aspects and, and focusing on more core content as part of a, a series of shows. Yeah. And I think so. I think what happens with a lot of the podcasts like us is we're either doing the same thing again and again, just bringing different guests and it ends up being like the same stuff. But what I think that we're missing is we've had some phenomenal guests that we need to bring back. But then mm -hmm. what are we going to talk about? So Chris and I were talking about one of the ideas might be we'll have like a series of six shows and it's only talking about who am I? So when I think of who am I, am I Scott? Am I a white male? Am I a Bostonian? Am I a Texan? Am I an entrepreneur? Am I a professor? What is it underneath that in this vehicle is driving me? And we can get the perspective from some past guests. And we can really talk about how do we dig deep and figure out who you really are. And when I create an I am statement, what is it that I'm really saying? Like, is it is I am enough? I am source. I am creator. I am. What am I? And go really deep. And once we solidify some of those answers together and you get different perspectives that might resonate with you, you're going to walk out a better spirit driving this human person. And so we want to give you guys topics that you can literally essentially have a series of shows that will bring you to a deeper understanding of who you are. Mm -hmm. And then maybe the next series might be something like, um, why do we always wait till New Year's to have a resolution? And how do we embrace the now? And we right. have six shows about what does it really mean to be mindful and be present? How do I do it? Can I do it through meditation? Can I do it through diet? Do I do it through relationships? Is it all the above? And that way you guys can come to the show saying, this is literally a coaching series for six shows that's going to give me an outcome at the end if I choose to receive it. Yeah. So it, it's literally going to be, you know, coaching that we're having fun and we're, we're kind of 
joking and having a good time and interviewing somebody, or it might be just us for some of the shows, but you'll walk away with something that's actual value that you could plug into your life immediately versus tidbits that are scattered. So mm -hmm. thank you, Glenda. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, Glenda, Glenda Satire. She says, I think that's a good idea. Thank you, Glenda. Appreciate you being here. She also says here, how can we fix the problem, not argue about it? Oh, well, there's a there's a great idea. What are your thoughts on that, Mr. Scott? Start with you. Yeah. It's going to come. That answer is going to come so fast. And it took a long time to get to that. Here's the deal. I can show you things that I'm very certain in my existence are right. So I can say I'm very sure this is right. And I see a lot of people who are wrong. But here's the deal. For me to say to you, you're wrong without giving you a step-by-step -step guide on how to make it right, right brings no benefit. In fact, it entrenches you more deeply into your belief that I fully disagree with. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to dance in my light so freaking wild that you keep looking going, is he crazy or do I want that? <laughs> and eventually you're going to come over and go, can I dance for a little bit? I'm well, you are absolutely welcome to come dance. dance. Let's, let's dance in this light. And so from this point forward, I'm going, and I've been doing it anyway, and I bounce back and forth, but I'm going to be dancing in my own light. And you're going to see me demonstrating what I'm preaching. And you're going to see consistency. I'm already that person anyway, but I still, if you watch close, I'll, I'll go back and forth. I'll, I'll fall into victim status for a moment, Sure. but I'm going to be very congruent even more so from this moment forward, because I've been very cognizant of it. I'm going to be the observer of my behaviors. When I see them get out of congruency, I'm going to constantly step back into the light so you can see he said that he does that. He said that he does that. He says, I want that. Uh -huh. And then I'm going to be there to grab your hand and run you through the dance because we all need to get to that space. And there's going to be somebody who's dancing at a higher level than me who's going to invite me up for a dance. And we're all going to be in service, helping each other up the ladder, walking each other home. It's that simple. There's not going to be you're an idiot. It's going to be I feel blessed to be here and I'm going to offer you a hand up to this space. Yeah, no, it. I love that. I love that. And, and, and to the, to the point also, Glenda, just, uh, just re reiterating what the, what her question was is how can we fix the problem and not argue about it? One of the things that I invite people to do, and, and this is something that's, that's interesting when I, when I offer it to people is, and I, I want to get your thoughts on this as well, Scott, for myself, one of the things that I've done, and I found this like in debate class and I found this in college quite a bit was to argue the point for the opposition. Oh yeah. Right. So if I'm going to, if I'm going to sit there and if I'm, if I'm a, if I'm a, if I'm a Democrat or, you know, a leftist, whatever the fuck you want to call us, um, and I'm sitting there like arguing against somebody who's on the right side of the aisle or whatever is a Republican or whatever, independent, whatever you want to fucking call them, um, is the fact that if I can advocate on their behalf for what it is that they're trying to strive for and say it in such a way that they understand it, then you build that mutual understanding of respect and, and appreciation. So that's what I do when I get into conversations with the Tony Rodriguez's and the different people I know he's not watching. But when I get into those conversations with people who are passionate about their aspect of what they view politics to be and what social government should be and everything else, is I sit there and say, okay, let's spend a week, like you watch MSNBC or CNN or whatever. I don't do that. But in those particular situations, I'll sit there and I'll say, okay, I'll watch Fox News or I'll, I'll watch whatever news outlet you want, you know, Newsmax, whatever it is. And then let's talk about it in a week. And I'm actually going to defend your side of things and you defend mine. But then ultimately, how can we come to the middle to figure out what the opportunity is there for our own particular advancement in the circles that we have? We're not going to go change federal policy. We're not going to go change anybody in Congress or the, the Senate. But in our own communities, we can sit there and say, hey, I just had this interesting experience with Christopher Roush. You know, we took this opportunity and I can see from their perspective how this may look this way. 
And I think by all of us setting that example and leading by example and being willing to get uncomfortable with those situations and get willing to change our perspective about situations, the growth and the, and the transition that can happen in our own worlds and our lives with our, with our spouses and our friends and our other ones can really be massive when you think about it. And if we all decide to stop watching the news and decide to start having these conversations and start being advocates for change in our own community with our own city government and things that are happening in our own individual communities, then that news won't even exist anymore because there won't be an appetite for it. And so that's my goal is to sit there and see the fact that how can we you know stop the bickering stop stop the the name calling and everything and saying okay listen how can we meet in the middle and, and figure out what these what these opportunities are and that even goes for our, our independent lives the things that we're having with our you know ex-spouses and things of that nature how can we sit there and seek first to understand then to be understood and then sit there and say okay what is the opportunity for us to to move forward and if there's no opportunity to move forward to say hey listen at least this was an opportunity for us to expand our mindset and not just stay stuck in this little thing like this is what i believe and this is what i know and this is what i'm told and i hang out with everybody who has the same fucking opinion as me and this is the way it is and this is the way it goes and this is the way it'll always be and it'll always be frustrating unless something changes on the outside instead of like wow there's so much out there like i don't know everything that's for damn sure i could be totally fucking wrong about everything but I'm open to the idea of, of that expansion and that growth. What do you think about that? Yeah. I mean, I, again, I, like all of this stuff is way more simple than the world makes it out to be. And yeah. there's leaders who are organic leaders because they're strong male figures or they're wealthy. And I'm not just saying male in this example, because some of the beauty you reference, you know, you get somebody who the, there's an illusion that has should follow them because they have a certain amount of money or they carry themselves a certain way, or they were trained by a certain trainer or they fit the mold of what I think a leader should look like. And it's all just illusion because I am not this. Yeah. If you follow me or listen to me because you think I'm articulate or I'm tall or I make sense or whatever, that's that's bullshit. That, that's the packaging I come in in this. But I'm much, much more than that. So yeah. my challenge for everybody, me included, because I get sucked into this too. I see a certain person who's an athlete and I go, I like them or they're a leader because they do visually appeal to me like, oh, that looks like the organic leader that I trust. So what I would challenge everybody to do is start with self, go into what I always call observer state and just look at yourself and look at what you can do better. So when I'm being triggered by a certain person or I'm responding, like I had a great example. We were playing basketball and some kid was arguing about something and and I, I started really talking old Boston to him. And then I, I walked away and then he came over after he goes, Hey, I didn't handle that well. And I go, give me a hug. Just to, like literally, and this is another big. So I give him a hug. I go, I go, bro, we're here for one reason. I go, we want to go home to our families and be better people. We come here to lead it, leave it on the court. We just did that. We did a good job. And I, Beautiful. Go, I yelled I at you. You yelled at me. I go, that's why we're here because we still are wild at heart. And this is a place where we can bring that and not. And so he's laughing at me and you know, 20 years ago, we would have been throwing punches. Right. And so I, I just felt really nice that I stepped back, he walked away, brought that back, and it just felt really good. And so to my point, those were two people who stepped out of this is what I'm supposed to be yeah. and changed the whole dynamic. And everyone saw that. Everyone watched that and said, that was weird. Maybe it's the new normal. So yeah. there's your answer. Love there's that. your answer. Your answer is right here. The power you have, I'm going to share with you something that I used to share with my students. And I said it probably like 500 shows ago, but I want everybody <laughs> to think about this. Yeah, bring it. We, when we think of religion, we'll use Christianity. When we think of religion or Christianity, we want to be the most Christ-like people we can here as possible. But we 
collectively say, well, I can never be that. Well, why? Like, what, like try to be that. Yeah. And I've always asked my students a question. And it's the weirdest question, but I love to see how they answer. I say, there's two boats. There's a boat over here to the left and a boat over here to the right. You're on shore. Both those boats are going to sink in a X amount of time. You can save one boat. Here's the caveat. This boat has 20 kids in it. This boat has one boat. Which boat do you save? And everyone saves with the 20 boats. I go, there's the next part. That boat has 20 kids and you don't know. That has one boat. That's your kid. Now do you save? 99% oh. of the, the planet saves the one kid. And I say, wait a minute. What's your belief system? And they start talking about, like, I love everybody. I'm Christian. I'm this. And I go, well, what would Jesus do? Mm -hmm. and they're like, oh. And so we just start talking through it. And everyone says, I want to be that person that could save all of them, but this is my kid. And so I'm like, but you can change. 20 families are going to go, oh, my God, you just changed my life. Or it's one family. Mm -hmm. And so we have this big conversation. Here's my challenge. I'm not saying go save the 20. Recognize that as a space that you want to move to. And how many places in your life can you do this one thing that maybe your family doesn't have the meal for the week or your family doesn't to save 20? Like, where can you donate or do whatever? Start being Christ-like, start being, you know, be the change, be Gandhi-like, start being like these beings that you say are so far removed when it's just one different decision. Yeah, it really you is. Know? I mean, how silly is it just mm -hmm. on a basketball court, two men who are adults just change the way there's 20 other men going, that was weird. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and a change was made tonight. And that happens all the time if we make choices. So my answer to that question, observer, pull the whole big picture. I am Christian. I am Jewish. I am leftist. I am rightist. I am whatever. Pull, pull that bullshit. You yeah. are a spirit in this body, existing in humanity. Become the best version of that and keep getting better at that. If we can do that, the world becomes a much better place. And I see it in my circles with the people I'm hanging around with all the time. I see it elevate up level, up level, up level. And mm -hmm. I'm no different than anybody else. Maybe I made some choices that are working in my favor to help others, but everybody here can do the same thing. Yes, I and love I beg that. You to do it. Yes, and uh, and actually, Lee just uh, Lee just pops in and says, "Yes, Scott, I appreciate you being here, Lee." Um, just want to capture some of these comments here real quick. Then I'm going to ask you to talk about the the whole tree, the flow, hanging onto the tree because I, I love that analogy that you bring about. In that, we've got uh, some beautiful people in the house. We've got uh, Robert in the house. Robert yeah. says, "Good evening from a rainy bus stop in Toronto." <laughs> Well, thank you for joining us on a rainy bus stop in Toronto. I was just up in uh, Chicago and don't like being doing anything in the rain or the snow. But thank you, Robert, for being here. I appreciate you. It says, hi, Christopher and Scott. Uh, Robert says here, I'm grateful that to, I'm grateful to that jealous, beautiful woman that killed me because I said no to her. All right. Well, there you go. Sometimes that has to happen. And Mary Kay says, do what needs to be done. That is it. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Robert says here, Howard Jones, like Howard Jones uh, no saying, no one ever is song. Yeah, that's a real good. That's a beautiful song. There's actually beautiful an acoustic song. one that they do out there. Be the shining star. Absolutely. And uh, let me know, Glenda, if that if that actually uh, if that actually helped you. She says, I think that's a good idea. We got Jake Jay in the house. What's up, Jay? Jake Dukeshire is in the house. He says, hello, all. And um, uh, Robert says here, I hope I'm ready. It's hitting soon. You're ready. You guys are ready when 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 you guys are truly ready. We got uh, Nelly in the house. What's up, beautiful Nelly? She says, oh, hey, hey guys, I'm out drinking margaritas and eating chimichangas, but I'll catch you on the flip side. Enjoy those margaritas <laughs> Enjoy and chimichangas. You're awesome. We appreciate you coming back here. We got Ron in the house. What's up, Ron? He says, Chris, uh, you're great at look 
you're great at look from both sides and not be judgmental, which is a wonderful trait to have, in my opinion. Thank you, brother Ron. I appreciate that. Um, and uh, Glenda says here, I choose to be assertive, which is great. You know, you want to be assertive. You don't want to be aggressive. And I think that's an important aspect. But in that assertiveness, you know, be assertive, but also be open to to seeing how things are from a different perspective. I think it's one of the biggest things we can say here is once we learn what is going on in other people's minds and those perspectives, and we paraphrase back to them that we understood what they heard and they said, then there's an opportunity for them to say, hey, wow, really, they took pay, they paid attention to what it was that was that what I was saying. And they're going to give you that same credit back in most situations. And if they don't, then you find new people. But uh, Lee says here, argue for your limitations and they are yours a thousand percent big time. Or he says, rather advocate for your freedom and it is yours as well. Um, Jay is digging the, the conversation. This is very cool. Yes, yes, yes. Got Ellie Lawton from the UK. She says, hey guys, good to see you. Thank you, Ellie, Ellie for being here. We appreciate you being here. Give the kitties big hugs for us. Glenda says, yes, it is making choices. And uh, yes, Mary Kay says, wow, Scott, that's brilliant to strive and to keep up leveling. It's true. It's true. It's it's uh, it's something that we need to be um, that we need to be aware and apparent of. And so I want you to talk about that, Scott. I want you to talk about, you know, the whole analogy of the tree and the flowing, the river and what we hang on to and kind of talk about that, because I think it's a brilliant analogy mm. that you give as far as our perspective on life and the things that we hang on to the things that we can let go of. Yeah. So so here's the interesting part of being human. You know, we we have these things that we create and we build upon. And I always call that the tree of life. So. If I'm sitting next to this tree that's been my shade, it's been the place I play, it's been the place that I recognize as home. So I go off in the distance, I can see there's a tree, I come back to it. That feels good. You know, so you you have family, you have this tree, you have the people you love. <clears throat> to ever leave that tree seems insane because there's this convincing that this is everything, this is the whole world. Yeah. And so, so many people will live in the same house or have the same job or follow the same customs or have the same beliefs with zero evolution. But let me ask you a question. Is life dynamic or static? It's very dynamic and it's always moving. We just talked about it. There's one challenge. There's another challenge. There's solution, solution, solution. There's constantly going to be movement, a.k.a. growth. Yeah. So next to that tree, we'll have a river. And that river is representative of life. That river has fed us. It has given us water. It's given us a place to bathe. It's given us a place to play. It's given us a place to have all this duality so I can create and do all these things in this world. And it's just taken care of me for so long. But that river is still, even though it's dynamic, it's in perspective of the tree. So here's what we do. At some point in existence, here's what's going to happen. We're going to have very dynamic change that's so dynamic, it might feel like it's overwhelming because we're doing what? We're stuck. We're not growing. We're not moving. So at some point, just like we see in the real world, there will be a flood. Well, here's the thing. There's a lot of predictability. Rain, you know, way up this way, clouds. And so here's what I'm doing. I'm sitting in a space going, I'm going to stay next to the tree because the tree will protect me. Okay, well, if there's a massive flood and I'm just sitting here holding on to the tree, I'm probably going to drown. And what do you think people are doing right now? Look at this analogy. Yeah. There's so many of us who are saying, I'm not leaving. This is my home. I'll go down with it. I'll die as if that's some valiant concept. Like I'm going to stay static. I'm not going to grow. Make America great again. Hold on to yesterday. I want things the way they were. Yeah. It does not work that way. Here's the reality. Mm -hmm. You've got your certainty, total illusion, that tree. True. It's been there for you. I will not argue with that. You can sit here and tell me all day long. It's been there for me. I'm never going to leave it. I get you. But here's the thing. That tree did its job in the moment. Life is the river. 
jump in the river before it's moving so fast that it's white water and you smack your face on a rock and die, flow down the river. I know this sounds insane. There's another tree. Guess what that tree is? It's another challenge. It's another opportunity. It's another place for you to grow. No different than a, sca- a snake, you know, like layering you know, uh, skin, yeah. removing the skin. We have to get in that river and move down it. And one of the scariest things for us is a new relationship, a new job, a new friendship, a new anything. And that's what that river is. But that's what existence is. And I'm not saying it's not scary because, listen, you know, go love now. There's love and there's fear. Take that fear. Take that tree. Jump out of it into the river. Use it as a springboard for success. Get in the river. Trust the uncertainty. This universe did not put you here to be a failure. Yeah. This God did not put you here to be a failure. This creator did not put you here to be a failure. It put you here to create. End of story. Get in the river, create, be the observer, watch what's going on around you. Magic will happen. It's going to happen to you. You are going to become part of the magic. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I mean, go mm-hmm. literally go follow my Facebook and ask me if you want to do some of the things that I do in my life. Do you right. want to go to random countries? Do you want to do this stuff? Am I rich? Am I amazing? You know what I am? I'm freaking magic. And you're, you know resourceful. You're, you're resourceful. And that resourcefulness comes from I'm in the effing river. Right. I'm, I'm literally in the river saying that will work. That will work. And I'm listening and I'm following and I'm connecting and I'm doing a different thing every day to connect. It's not accident. It's very deliberate because I'm responding to the universe and I know that I'm a co-creator and I'm a part of it and it never ends. It mm-hmm. never ends. I mean, listen, to yes. you're going to see this stuff from the now to the day I die. You're going to say, I want to do that. And here's my, here's my answer. Then effing do it. And I'm saying it like that because I'm not special. I'm not out there like doing something you can't do. I'm doing everything that everybody here can do. And you just haven't done it yet because you haven't jumped in the river. Yes. It's literally that simple. Yes, it's so true. And there's something just because you said that, just because we're here today, I'm going to just do a little something special here. Just a little, little something special here. Hang on one second. Bear with me for one second because I feel the need. I feel the need to do something here. So we're just going to share. <laughs> you know what I'm going to do, right? You know what I'm going to do. You know what I'm going to do. I'm going to do this, ladies and gentlemen. Let's just, let's just, let's let, let this man talk oh, for yeah. a second. Let's <laughs> let this man talk for a second. This is what it's all about, ladies and gentlemen. This is what it's a dollar for dollar. I've watched so many hours of motivational content, listen to it all. This video, a minute and 54 seconds. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, here's the deal. If you want to be successful, here's the thing you have to do. You have to jump. There is no way around it. You have to jump. Every successful person has jumped. You got to jump. You got to take a leap of faith. You got to dash off that cliff, and you got to jump out there as far as you can. Now, a lot of times you stand on the cliff of life and you see other people soaring by, gliding down like a bird flying through the air. You know, they're going over to the south of France. You see them on a boat somewhere. You see their family vacationing here, their family vacationing there. You see them dressing like this. You see them in New York, then you see them in London. They flying by. You know why? It's because they parachute open. But the only way to get your parachute to open so you can soar, you got to jump. Now, here's the problem. Here's the problem, my friends. When you jump, 
I can assure you one thing. You listening? I promise you this. Your parachute will not open right away. No, that's the fear part. I promise you your parachute will not open right away. You're going to hit them sides and them rocks. You're going to tear your back out on them cliff. You're going you're gonna to cut yourself. You're going to get wounded. You're going to get some tears and stuff like that. But eventually, parachute will open and you'll be sold. But here's the other caveat. Let me teach you this right here. If you do not jump, I promise you one thing. Your parachute will never open. So you safe, but you will never sold. You got to jump. Boom. Amen. You got to jump, baby. I cannot. I love that video. Every single time I watch it, I get inspired because to your point, Scott, there's so many of us sitting there like, we're, you know, we talk about the, the you talk about love and fear. I was talking with somebody earlier today about fear and excitement. You know, the fact that if we shape our experience about life, if we're afraid of what's going to happen there, what if, the, what if I fail? What if this person says, anything? what if, what if, what, and we sit there and we stay holding onto that tree. Then all of a sudden we get towards the end of our life. We start realizing like, wow, I could have let go of this tree and had so many different amazing experiences. Would it have been easy? No. Would it have been worth it? Hell yes. We're here to experience life, ladies and gentlemen. We're not here to watch it and view it and play the someday game. Like someday when this is right and this is happening, then I'll go do that. Life is going by faster and faster, ladies and gentlemen. And that's why we are here every single week is to implore upon you guys to jump into that river, to go experience those things, get those scrapes, get those cuts, surround yourself with people who pull you out of that river and give you a break and give, and give you a leg up in the world. Because at the end of the day, we're all doing the same thing. And so when we sit there and we look at that life from that lens of fear, then what are we going to continue to do? We're going to continue to worry and wonder and live in, 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 in the obscurity and, 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 and scarcity instead of like, to your point, Scott, like jump in that river. This is what we're here for. The excitement of being in that flow. Will it be easy? No, but will it be worth it? 110%. And I think that's what he eloquently says right there is the fact that we're always comparing ourselves to everybody else. The only person you need to compare yourself with is who is, who is I yesterday? And that's the thing that for me, Scott, is like everybody's always looking for those exponential leaps and those jumps that are going to get to the way next level. It's like, can I be a better person today just a little bit than I was yesterday? Can I can I push myself a little bit more outside my comfort zone? Can I can I can I cut myself a little bit out of those excuses of that I don't feel like it or I don't know how or I don't want to or I'm afraid? Can we push the envelope on that every single day? And you think about the exponential compound interest on that effort every single day, 365 days, you'll be a different person in a year. I mean, think about that. What are your thoughts on that? hundred percent. And, and go back to gratitude because, yeah. you know, I always say gratitude is the foundation of everything, but let's flip that metaphor. And let's say gratitude is the best parachute you can get because what happens is think of this, right? If we come from source and source created us and our recollection of how amazing source is by giving us all this today, if I recall that I'm recalling source and I'm recalling my part of source. So when I say, holy crap, how lucky am I that I was able to go to college and I was able to have this house and I have this beautiful family. Well, that's all part of Source's gifts to me to the moment and me finding my brilliance. So I'm recalling Source. So when I recall Source and Source is my parachute, what do you think is <laughs> going to happen? I would argue with Steve Harvey a little bit on that. He said, you're going to get banged up a lot. You're going to get banged up as much as you stay in fear. Right. So it doesn't have to be a lot. Now, most people that I've met to date, me included, or experiential lunars, I'm probably going to bleed a little bit because that's the way I've done it. I don't even think you have to. I think the quicker you get to a space of gratitude and you actually create your parachute from the fabric of that gratitude, 
you're going to instantly receive the wind from source and they're going to uplift you. So again, be the observer baseline of gratitude. That's going to be, you know, the fabric of your parachute. Jump, 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 everybody. Stop stop watching shows and and watching Facebook and looking at social media saying, shit, I wish I could have that. And, and, and jump and create your own beauty. Maybe your thing is you're going to have a little cabin in a mountain. Maybe you're going to travel more. Maybe you're going to have the horse you always wanted. Maybe you're going to have a farm. Maybe you're going to have a restaurant. I don't know what it is, but let it be your parachute, not everybody else's. Don't say, I want that. I want that. I want that. Become what you're supposed to be by jumping. Yeah. That's it. It's true. Like just to think with the end in mind and work backwards. What type of person would I need to be to in order to accomplish that? And then work towards developing those traits and those characteristics every single day that you're alive. Look at what it is that you can do to move that needle. Like find out what it is. You know, we're, we're, we're starting the beginning of the year, 2023. And people have been asking me all like a bunch lately, like, well, how do you start your year and what types of things do you do? And for me, it's like, okay, what are, what is, what are the three main goals that I want to accomplish in the year? And this year I'm doing something different. I'm breaking it down by quarter. So in Q1, I have three separate different goals that I want to accomplish. And I want to try breaking it down by quarter as opposed to the entire year, because I think things are more manageable in those chunks. And I'm reading these books about how you can own the day a little bit more. So we think about owning the whole year, but at the same time, like we have 24 hours a day. JLo has 24 hours a day. You know, LeBron James has 24 hours. All these great people have 24 hours a day. They don't give themselves excuses. And so they sit there and look at what is it that I need to do? What type of person do I need to become today in order to achieve one of those things that are going to have in the future? Nobody's going to come along and give us that golden parachute and say, oh, Chris, Scott, here it is. You're going to have all the money and the fame and everything else that you're going to ever need. To your point, Scott, you're a resourceful. You are a dedicated individual who sits there and says, okay, listen, I love to travel. I love to go to different countries. What things do I need to put in play? What type of person do I need to become to go have those experiences? And you find those solutions. You go out there and you proactively seek those out because that's the type of individual that you are. If you're one of those people who's like, man, I'd really like to go travel. Man, I'd really like to go have that. But it sucks and life is fucked up and I don't know what else to do. It's and like, you won. The, yeah, you, you get won. like, like Lee said, you know, if you, if you earn, work for your limitations, you're going to get them. So what are some things that you can have that you can suggest to some people like now they're sitting there thinking about 2023 and they want to plan out their year. What are some ideas and recommendations that you can have beyond what we've already said that can maybe uh, give them a head start and what it is that they can do to have that different, different type of experience for the, for 2023. I'm, I'm going to give you one thing. And the reason I'm only going to give you one thing is if I give you a bunch, you'll forget a bunch of it because our brains and mine included, it, you say too much, you'll forget too much. Yeah. I have an old friend who is a friend I grew up with. And he used to always say when I'd say something that was very dreamer, like I'd be like, man, we can travel around the world and we'll buy an RV and we'll go here and we'll do this and we'll do this. He goes, I'm a realist, man. He goes, doesn't work that way. <laughs> and, and so all I want to say is this. And so it doesn't. Everybody is a realist. Okay. So you can be the realist who says I can and you can You can be the realist who says, I can't, and you're both right. So my friend is a realist. He's still living in the same town. He's got a wife he doesn't like, and he's, there's always something going on and, and it's always everybody else's problem. And this person's bad and I can't stand this person. And I'm also a realist. I said, there's nothing that can stop me. I'm going to have everything I want and more. And it's not selfish because I find ways to earn it. and, And I bring people with me. I don't just go by myself. So I'm tired of listening to people say, I'm a realist and the world is horrible and think that's the only way. You're going to choose starting right now. This is going to be your January 1st. Are you going to indefinitely be a realist who can and always finds the solution and not the problem? Or are you going to be the realist who says, 
look at this messed up world. That's what it is. No. Yeah. It's it's not. It, it can be, but right. it's not. So you can either choose one side. I can or I can't. Own it. And just Anything? own it and just own it. That's it. That's all yes. you need to do. Start January 1st with I can or I can't. Mm -hmm. I can't. That's yep. it. That's one of my that's one of my favorite quotes, Henry Ford. If you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Both realists, both mm -hmm. right. Run yeah. with which one you want. That's that's all people. I don't want to give anything else except for that because I want mm -hmm. people to start to own it. When mm -hmm. you sit here hearing yourself going, Yeah, well, it's not gonna work because you know, my family, they're just you know, yeah. If you start saying that, then there's your truth. You've yep. just created your own destiny. If you say, Hey, I'll but the buck stops here, my family has not been able to do that yet. Well, they just didn't know what I know now. Yeah. <laughs> own that shit. Exactly. So. I mean, this day and age, we've got the answers right here. We've literally got the answers. This is what somebody was telling me the other the excuse the other day. They're there saying, oh, financial issues and everything else. I said, tell me about the types of research that you've done on the internet to figure out how to get out of the situation that you're in. Well, I haven't done anything like that. You know, I don't know. I don't even know where to start. I'm like, how about just start how to get out of financial desperation, how to and start reading all the different articles and, and, and find out that you can call your creditors, find out there's a different opportunity. There's credit advocacy groups. Go out there and be a part of the solution, not part of the problem. Otherwise, you are going to continue to stay in that cycle of insanity, hoping, wishing and praying that something else changes. And I love the way Mary Kay says right here. She goes, be bright, not right. Ooh, I love that, Mary Kay. 100 percent. So my ideas for you guys are I'm going to keep it to two. I like to usually got to go in groups of three. I'm going to I'm going to keep it at a two. I'm with you. Thinking about the conversations that I've had here in 2022, Scott, and especially over COVID, the question I've been asking people is like, talk to me about your self-care. Mm. Talk to me about your sleep, your hydration, your nutrition, your, um, uh, what was the other word? Uh, so sleep, hydration, nutrition, exercise, you know, talk to me about those areas of your life. Are you focusing number one on yourself and your health and your growth and your prosperity? Because at the end of the day, if you feel like crap, then you're going to do crap work. And so for me, I know this for a fact this year and for 2023, I'm actually extending my health kick. So normally I do it from January 1st until my birthday, February 26th. I, you know, take that time off. I don't drink, I don't have sugar. You know, I'm very religious about my workouts and everything else. I just try to kick start the year, but then my birthday comes and I usually do pretty good until summertime. And then I like to party and have a good time this year. I'm sitting there saying, okay, if I want and I expect more out of my experience in this 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 plane called earth and life then what is it that i could do potentially a little bit different than i've done before to reach a different result and i sat there and i thought okay when do i have more exponential growth when i feel like shit or when i feel awesome when i feel awesome okay so why would i expect to have exponential growth and still continue doing shit that where it makes me feel like crap instead of really focusing and sitting there changing the trajectory of what it is that i'm doing and sitting there saying okay well, let me focus on my health my health and my wellness first and foremost so that i feel good i act good i get plenty of sleep i'm getting my hydration my nutrition everything else and then the second thing i want you guys to think about and we talk about it here periodically on the show is who you surround yourself with Right. And you think about it, you take out a piece of paper and you write down the five people you're around the most and you go, wow, you know, if you're hanging around some pretty bright people, that's pretty amazing. But when you find that you're not hanging around some bright people and you're hoping, wishing and praying that you're going to change, it's not going to happen. So really look at the people you're surrounding yourself with. Look at getting into masterminds, look at getting into group coaching, looking, look into having uh, 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 personal accountability partners in your life and really have them raise the bar on you. I've got people like yourself in, in my life, Scott, to sit there and say, Chris, you said the book was going to be done last November. What the fuck's going on? and holding me accountable to that stuff. 
you know, so when we do those things, when we take care of ourselves and then we surround ourselves with the right people who are brighter, smarter, and more intelligent than us, it's pretty crazy what it is that we can do. Cause we're going to up-level ourselves because that's, that's the, that's how the, 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 the group mindset works. It's like the, you're as strong as your weakest link. So if you happen to be the weakest link in the group and you don't want to let the group down, then chances are you're going to up-level yourself and, and start making those, those, those different choices in your life to change the trajectory of what it is that you have going on. So we love you guys. We appreciate what you guys got going on. We want to hear from you. Jay says here, uh, tell me who you hang with and I'll tell you who you are. hundred percent, Jay, hundred percent. Um, you know, we love and appreciate you guys. So we want to know what it is from you guys that you want to experience from the show in 2023. Like we said, if you're just joining us, Scott was talking about the fact that we're going to change up how we do the show a little bit. We're going to break it up into series and like episodes or, uh, what do we call them? Seasons. Like, so, you know, you have your favorite show. It has a season. It takes a little bit of a break. So we're going to start bringing to you guys, you know, six to eight shows on a given you know, banner topic. And then we're going to kind of dive deep into that, whether it's just Scott, myself, or having specific guests. So let us know what is important to you guys. You can always go to www.theunfilteredexperience.com. Join the Facebook community. We want you guys in there more than ever. We want you guys in there. This is a collaboration. This is a family. This is a community. You have two of the brightest, best coaches in the world. I'll just brag about us. Scott, <laughs> we've done group coaching together and we coach each other and we help each other out. You guys have the resources right here. So if you really are intentional about making 2023 a different year, say, Chris, Scott, here are the three areas that I would love for you guys to cover in 2023. And then bring your notepad and start taking notes and start taking action on those things and watch how things in your life begin to change. But we need to know what it is that you got you guys want from us because we're going to continue bringing you the goods every single week here on the Unfiltered Experience. We continue to, to support. We will ask you to support the podcast as well. Of course, we go to podcasts. You just you know, like Apple Podcasts. If you just type in the Unfiltered Experience, you guys can check it out. If you go to the unfilteredexperience.com, you can see the links there to check us out and take us with you on the road. And please share this out. You know, if you when you get value out of this, share this out and share it out with a little note saying, hey, listen, I just watched this particular episode. Episode. And man, there was some insights in here talk about talking about getting in the river and, and, and enjoying your life and becoming more resourceful and let people know what's going on. Let them know that you're not going to be the same person that you were and you are today. And maybe you're going to attract some different people into your life that are going to make this journey a little bit more better for yourself. So Man, I, uh, I appreciate you, Scott, so much. Uh, you know, I've learned so much from you. We've been doing this now for a couple of years. We met in person a couple of times and it's just been phenomenal. So I just, I value and appreciate you. I've learned so much from you and I'm excited about the coming years. So, um, Ron says, here he goes, happy new year's brothers. Cheers to an eventful 2023, 100%. So, uh, any final comments, uh, before we end out the show, I know we're going to, we, we said we we're going to go 45 minutes, but we always get verbose and passionate. Yeah, no, I just, I, I literally just want to have people dive deep and start thinking about what it is that they want. So in other words, don't just say better relationships. Um, I get it. That's an end result and outcome, but maybe something like, what can I do to do the inner work to step into a relationship um, more committed and stronger and less codependent? That's a better like, let's do that for six yeah. shows. And then I can enter relationships after I've done the inner work. And maybe the show can be part of your inner work or the guide for the inner work. But come to us with some ideas. We've got plenty. Um, but when we can't be the expert, that's when we'll bring in other experts and go, hey, Chris, you know, who's really in our friend group, who's really fantastic. Let's ask them this question. Let that bring them in. So yeah. we're going to literally curate many courses for you guys through a season of this show that's going to make you a, a better subject matter expert and whatever topic we bring to the table. So get ready for it. It's going to be powerful. That'll come after March. Um, I got to go run around in Africa with jungle animals. Yeah. That. I, I might be eaten by a lion. We might never do this, but whatever. Oh, uh, Don't do that, Scott. Jesus. Don't get eaten by a lion. Maybe I'll eat the lion. 
Maybe oh. I, maybe the lion's mine. Oh, there you go. Eat that inner lion. Take that lion down. <laughs> <laughs> we got Robert in the house saying th- grateful for all of you. We are grateful for you, Robert. We appreciate you. Hope you're uh, you're not sitting on a cold, uh, wet bus bench anymore. Got Joe Hutter in the house. He says, hey, guys, happy holidays. What's up, Joe? Appreciate you. Happy holidays to you as well. And uh, what is it Robert says here? He goes, I'm reviving a teenage Mopar dream. There you go. That's why I mean, I've got a 69 charger, baby. So I understand what that is like about. It. So to each and every one of you guys for being here, we appreciate you so much for supporting the show, for supporting Scott and myself in the show, in the comments that we do on Facebook and social media. We could not do this and we would not do this without you guys. So we love and appreciate each and every one of you guys for showing up. And as always, like Scott was just saying, we are committed in 2023 to bring you even more valuable content. We just ask that you show up, you have some questions, you share the shit out if it is in, if it's uh, moving you in the direction that you want to go in. And let's all together, let's raise the vibration of what's going on in this world today. Let's lead by example, like Scott was saying let's learn more to seek first to understand then to be understood and let's go out there and be the ripple that we can actually be in this world called life and let's raise our own level of uh opportunity as we do that so we appreciate you guys we'll be back here next friday um let me see who are who is our guest for next friday scott why is this thing not getting up why is this we've got a few good, cool guests coming up and i'm trying to remember who's yeah, who I should, uh, is it we, jason let's see we we have uh next week we have dominique rivera Okay, great. You will you will love her. And then we've got uh, Cliff uh, Ravenscraft. Uh, he's a gentleman that I met off of uh, one of these owl, the, the owl app. He's a tremendous dude. He's got a lot of intelligence. Sweet. We got Kelsey Matheson after that. She's great. Oh, it's going to be great with Kelsey. We got Christina Davi. We got Jeff Ash. Um, yeah, we got some incredible shows coming up. There's so. some cool people. Yeah. And, and yes. those are going to, it's going to be good because those are ones we can bring back with good subject. You know, like they're, they're very intelligent people. It's going to be wonderful. Yes, 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 yes. All right. All right. Ron says here, walk the talk. Absolutely. Jay says, uh, happy new year's guys. Thank you. We appreciate you. And, uh, listen, go out there and be the change that you bitch about. And we love you guys. We'll be back here next Friday night, 5 PM Pacific standard time. Again, www.theunfilteredexperience.com. We love you. I love you, Scott. I appreciate you. We'll see you guys next week. Enjoy your new year's. Be safe and have a blast. Talk to you. Absolutely. See you next year. See you next year. (laughs) I used to love saying that as a kid.